0: my pool game ran long at a jazz club. Think About That
1: Hello and welcome back to another episode of Weird Thing About That, where me and my fellow players are given a subject matter and have to find the weirdest, coolest, or funniest story on that subject. Our stories will be scored by a head judge, and the winner will be revealed at the end of the episode. I'm Chris, and joining me today, having just claimed a brand new island for himself, it's Charles. Reet Cocker. And having just killed 14 people in a football match, Chucky. Yo! And of course, our head judge himself, Joe. Hello everybody. Joe, if you can please give us today's subject and how it will be scored, please. Uh, Today's
2: subject is eccentrics and eccentricity. And you will be marked on the poop scale. (laughs) It's better than it sounds. Powerful oration of prose. (laughs) And who's going for We shall start with you, Chucky. All
0: right. So, guys, let me ask you rhetorically: Have you ever come across something in a foreign country you wish you could just pick up and take home with you? Maybe when I say that, you'll think of things like particular beers you stumble across on holiday, or maybe even a particular food. I know I've wanted to be able to get Boomerang chewing gum over here since I was young. Haven't gotten to try all 82,000 flavors that were on offer in Spain back when I was a tyke, though. I think Boomer Man might conjure up some very different mental images these days. For some people though, some eccentric people, yeah, yeah, yeah. What they want to bring with them is some of the local fauna. But what would stop you and me from grabbing a few animals here and there and carting them back home is of course the massive expense. And needless to say, better judgment. However, for Fiona Bride Carhoon, judgment was the only thing in short supply. In the forties, Fiona brought wallabies all the way from Australia to a small island in Loch Lamond, Scotland, whose name I won't even <laughs> attempt to pronounce. They originally stayed in a backyard menagerie hanging out with the and pigs, but eventually ended up roaming wild. The wallabies though have a bit of a bad rep, with people thinking that the indigenous Capicali population is under threat from them. A call of the animal has even been proposed by Ian Sheaves, a land agent for the island, stating, If it comes down to a decision between a rare native species, which are perhaps better served by being on an island because of predation issues, and a non-indigenous population of creatures which shouldn't really be there, then we've got to go with the native species every time. I would hope that people could to Scotland to see native wildlife and habitats rather than a quirk of history. Ultimately, we all have a responsibility to try and promote and protect our native wildlife. To disregard that in order to maintain a tourist oddity is not the right thing to do. The sad thing about all this though, is even though a cull has never been officially agreed, there appears to have been many attempts at reducing the population, with tourists often stumbling across mutilated bodies of wallabies. Now I don't want to spark any conspiracy theories, but between you and me, I think the supposed fragile Capacayli might not be as in danger as people would want you to believe, and I think that's just a little weird. Gentlemen, your rebuttals.
1: All of these are just like the smaller, cuter kangaroos,
0: aren't they? Yeah, they the, not the kangaroos that are going to fuck you shit up, I don't no. think. You know.
1: Actual kangaroos are pretty terrifying. Y- yeah, they're fucking ripped. They oh, ripped I mean, you have not as seen fuck, that
2: famous picture of the one that's like, yeah. I will steal your girl. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you took him in as well, wouldn't you? This <laughs> yeah, guy guys. slaps
1: your girl's ass in the club. What <laughs> oh, do <yeah>. you
2: do? <laughs> Well, they used to have boxing, didn't they? You used to have, like, back in like, the horrible yeah. old days, you used to have a man try and box a kangaroo. This footage of Woody <laughs> Allen yeah. boxing
0: a kangaroo. There out is, there. yeah, yeah, yeah.
2: And the thing is, if a kangaroo, like, props, lays into you with its feet
0: yeah it's like being yeah. hit by a, by a powerful well, horse yeah they actually lean back on the tail don't they and they've got like little yeah like nails uh, the one from shit. streets of race, streets of race. <laughs> 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 that's what that's where i got most of my research from you. yeah um how have I never heard of there being
2: wallabies just on the, on the rogue in Scotland? I, I, don't,
0: I don't... Well, so it is on a, like, a, a... I'm thinking a fairly small island, which name I can't pronounce, but it's one of those islands it has got a really crazy name, but I think it's actually pronounced in a, a very different way. Oh, like, was,
2: like Irish names, where it's written A-I-O-F-P-L-Q-Z, yeah, and it's I, pronounced
0: Steve. Well, so <laughs> this lady, yeah, Fiona Bride Carhoon, um, What her, her name is, like, already pretty, like, it's not spelt how you say it. I had to do research. Oh, okay. Special research. Uh, to figure out how to say it, but the, the island's actually named after her family name. Right. Uh, so okay. she's one of these kind of people. But she was also um a power boater, which before like I, I knew what that was. I was kind of, thinking it's a of somebody. Euphemism, like a well, sex thing Well I was thinking thing. it's like, you know, you got motor boating and then you got power boating <laughs> if you really want to <laughs> knock it up a notch But no no, she was like the the fastest woman on water, um uh, apparently. She's she's there. Yeah, it used like, to be but... a
2: thing. Um oh, is it the bluebird? Yeah. Yeah, the Coniston. one that mm, Coniston Waters that like, yeah, yeah, yeah. famously exploded. And now there's a, like a a, a war going on between people who own two separate halves of it like they've rescued half of it and some other guy's got the other half and it's like that should have been in your enemies last week shouldn't it well, uh, um, but yeah like one of them won't give it back and the other half are like well it's ours it's our families." and he's like yeah but I found it and maritime law dictates and it's
0: like <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah when you bring bringing maritime law into it you know you've you've, you've already fucked lost up, it yeah, yeah, yeah. unless it's whiskey galore
1: <laughs> it's weird that Australia was on the opposite end of the getting fucked up eco- uh, eco- ecology I Logically. Yeah, because normally it's invasive species going to Australia that completely fucking yeah. ruin things. I, I think they're like the just frogs. really good with it, right? Yeah, yeah like, frogs. Yeah, uh,
0: yeah. I, I guess they've been burned. Well, it was once rabbits and, originally, wasn't it? It was yeah. rabbits. And, but
3: these frogs. Have you not seen the guys who? Yeah, yeah. On, they're on the roads at dusk, and there are people who just swerve across the road. And the the one thing was about. I watched like a mini documentary about it, and the one thing was they had they had like a boom mic in the car. May. And yeah, the sound of squashing bullfrogs. That's not. Is
0: horrible. That asthma oh, you want to hear is it? <laughs> <laughs> What's <laughs> it's triggering it again. No. Wow. Yeah, no, I, I think it, it's, it's kind of nuts thinking that imagine like you, you see the kangaroo and you probably think, you know what, that's a bit fucking aggressive. But it's these only, tiny ones... It's only a
2: small island. I won't be able to get many kangaroos on there, but these half-sized ones, twice as many. <laughs> that's,
0: that's it. Imagine them bringing them home yeah. llamas and pigs being like... Oh, that llamas that's
2: aren't indigenous to
3: Scotland. <laughs> <laughs> that's what Scottish <laughs> islands are for. You have Shetland ponies, which are just miniature ponies. You have wallabies, which are just miniature kangaroos. We're Hope setting up. Was One heart- island at a time.
2: Was Braveheart only like four foot tall? Right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I don't. I, I genuinely have never heard of like no, rogue, rogue, rogue me, Scottish wallabies, man.
3: i went on a road trip next summer. I'm going to. Go, I think we I'm should all go and,
2: and find this woman. <laughs> well, find this woman's
0: island. Yeah, I think we're gonna need more than a car. All
2: right, well we'll get we'll get um, the, she's, woman she's who the owns fastest it. woman on water. Yeah. yeah,
3: we'll get her to run us over. <laughs> it won't <will>
2: take
0: long.
3: <laughs>
0: but you can only take one of us it, at I a time. I assume that's on a boat. Yeah. <laughs> Otherwise, you know, if I'm left with Chow, I'm probably going to eat him. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah there's these fox, a chicken, and some corn.
1: <laughs> that's basically us. Yeah. <laughs> I assume that she's the fastest woman on a boat. She's not. Just... That, he, well,
0: no, she's not running she's on, not water. Running she's on, she's on not, water. She's
2: not. She's not the son of Christ. <laughs>
0: Oh no, yeah, I think it was over hundred miles an hour on water. Which, yeah, it used to be pretty like pretty a, a big thing. It like, was a big thing until until Bluebird. Yeah. and they were like, this might be dangerous
2: yeah. Yeah. because if you just bounce off the water,
0: that's wrong, it, isn't it? Yeah. you're, yeah. you're fucked. Yeah,
3: it was like, have you ever seen the, the footage from NASCAR? Because they were just modifying like road legal cars, and they just they were like, well, basically, they, they reached a point where they were regularly going like 215, 220 miles an hour, and because they were road legal cars that just weren't designed to go that speed, you hit a, you hit a thing in like two thousand and four, two thousand five and they're just like
1: taking off
0: yeah I remember seeing a car just literally just take push. off and do a yeah. backflip yeah.
1: Well, that's yeah. why Formula 1 cars have all the fins and stuff pointing to, to push the air yes, so yeah. they, push, they, basically they literally have to go road, fast well, around the
0: corner the while so it, still skid off they yeah. have
3: interesting track and it takes you know Mass carries go left, yeah. uh, you know. Whereas it, these, yeah. are like Formula the One, they need the downforce. Whereas this was just about go as fast as you can. That coupled with it was essentially a modified street legal car, because that was the basis of it. It mm. was just you haven't you got hit, that way. You just made up, badly, that. yeah, badly <laughs> engineered the, planes. The
2: theory is that um, Formula One cars, if they built like a thingy ramp, they could yeah. theoretically drive on the ceiling because downforce, downforce is yeah. that That's great. Why it's yeah, the way, yeah, yeah. Which I would watch. It would be like F Zero X or I something. No, Gladiators <laughs> the where they'd go uh, Skytra Man,
0: that was so harsh. Christ! I always thought I could do that.
2: Gladiators is—they should bring gladiators back with just like fat guys from the pub. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that, mate. yeah. hitting him with a big stick. The yeah, we theme do- tune was fire, man. It yeah, the same so 8% good. that
3: can beat up an elephant would also think they would win gladiators. We should just get the just get Cambridge Analytica to give us the people who filled out the. They 8% should do of the it every well, week. I love the intro. Like- be like
1: Thunder Wolf, Steve the Bastard, <laughs> Mad Kenny, <laughs> <laughs> and we jock. and it's just a wallaby (laughs) with
2: a a moustache on (laughs) Uh, let's do
3: chat so I'm going to talk about Alexander Thin his start to life was similar to any member of the aristocracy he was educated at Eton then Oxford, during which time he was president of the Bullington Club and then he went on to study art in Paris it was during this time his outlandish fashion sense garish cardigans and an affinity for wearing a fez came to prominence Man was worth an estimated 157 million pounds and was the owner of Longleat Safari Park. The Marquess sent his young children to a comprehensive, which for an and educated member of the gentry is pretty fucking eccentric. He is perhaps most noted for his polyamorous relationships. He had open sexual relations with over 70 women who he nicknamed Wifeluts, many of whom lived grace and favour on his estate cottages. Essentially, they lived rent- rent-free as one of the Marquis' harems. But such a comfortable living arrangement wasn't without its conflicts. Police were called to the 18th century stately home of Longleat, Wiltshire, in the middle of the night following allegations of a serious domestic assault. Officers found two female guests involved in a row over the affections of Alexander Thin. 79 year old Seven Marquess of Bath. One was arrested on suspicion of actual bodily harm, and the second was taken to hospital suffering cuts and a suspected broken nose. A source said the two unnamed guests had been fighting over who should sleep with the peer. That evening, he said the argument had clearly turned nasty, but Lord Bath wasn't interested at all. As one of them pleaded their innocence over the bus stop, he was overheard to remark, You sort it out, I'm going to bed. Asked in 2002 whether having several girlfriends under the same roof ever caused problems, Father of two replied, "Oh no. Hopefully, they might even fancy each other." Wiltshire Police confirmed the facts of the <laughs> <laughs> Wiltshire Police confirmed the facts of the altercation, and it's highly unlikely that any charges will be brought. He was an imposing six foot five figure with flowing shoulder length hair and straggly beard. He had colourful waistcoats, shirts and trousers. He was a generally received favourably with the public. He held a seat in the House of Lords as a Liberal Democrat in the 90s, losing his seat due to reforms brought in by Labour in 1999. Giving the Daily Mail a tour of his paintings in 1999, he said, These are the severed heads of every woman I have ever loved. My wife is somewhere in there. It would be nice to pin rosettes on the best ones, but that would get me into trouble. we're all above average you know whilst it can be argued his treatment of women left something to be desired it's safe to say he expressed his eccentricities in a more constructive manner than his father the sixth marquis who according to some accounts collected Nazi memorabilia and used to beat his children with a riding crop which give credence to the argument the
1: difference between an eccentric and a mad bastard has a lot to do with your bank balance Gentlemen, your rebuttals. I don't know a single woman who I could refer to as a wifelet who wouldn't kick me in the crock. <laughs>
2: because you haven't got enough money, mate. That's it.
1: <laughs> yeah. You haven't got like a 16th century
2: palatial house that you live in.
1: If oh. you were getting into a relationship where he's got like 70 odd wives.
3: You'd be
2: like, I'm you... the one that can change him. <laughs> <laughs> That's it. I'm you cannot be, not be the jealous type. I don't.
3: <laughs> yeah well I, if you, I don't think it says he had sexual he was like publicised sex 70 sex with 70 women over the
0: decade so he might have uh, had one or two or three. Oh, that doesn't sound as on good on the go no he had 70 in the house long. Yeah, it was probably a big house but it makes me think of like Jeremy Kyle was a Safari I thought you are going to say Jeremy Beagle in Jeremy Kyle you'll get like um, this one guy smug bastard sort of sat whilst there's two very subpar ladies in front of him arguing <laughs> it over him yeah. and it's just like... I mean, he's no oh. oil painting himself. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Yeah. you yo. Precise, and you, you can't help but think, like, what, why are you wasting your time yeah. over him? Well, with this guy,
3: it's it's the Carolina Hearn, the Miss Merton line, isn't it. Yes. What first attracted you to the millionaire Paul Daniels? It's <laughs> like, hmm, what part of this man worth an estimate with a net worth of 157 he, million pounds did you find most attractive?
0: He did have a fez, which to, to me, you know, well, it's kind of I like peacocking, isn't it? I know, don't think like, it hmm. was
2: a fez. It was like those, um, like prayer hat things that, um, thingy, like, I don't think it was, I remember this guy because he was briefly on every. Yeah, why was. like the late 90s he so only
3: died last year he died yeah, from I thought, COVID I so, thought he died earlier that. Yeah. okay is he the one who opened Longleat Safari Park I think so yeah, yeah because everyone else you know like the the, the running it's like um, I went to Chatsworth the other week and the, the running costs are astronomical but that place oh, it's a massive it. place isn't it yeah really? but they've got it down to a million you know pre-book mm. tickets gates on the bar so the, the running costs are it's essentially it's a money making it's a money making enterprise <clears throat> and that's what he did he was like I've got 400 acres what shall I do? Break a few elephant spirits and stick them, stick them in the corner over there. Charge people a tenner a pop to drive through and get Hello, some Hello,
2: Scottish lady. Can I have some wallabies with <laughs> <us? Yeah. laughs>
3: And that the rest, as you say, is history. So he, he was able to maintain the estate. I think if the, you know, it's the whole idea of rolling with the times, isn't it?
2: Yeah, you've got to spend money to make money and that sort of thing. Yeah. I was just like, they were like, when the two women were fighting, I'd be like, ladies,
1: ladies, there's plenty of me to go around. <laughs> Come on, let's all kiss
2: at the same time.
1: <laughs> it reminds me of my, uh, my 4-year-old son was coming out of um this
2: I hope this doesn't go where I think it's going
1: <laughs> Well, it's, uh he was coming out of a uh, primary school and um like two girls are arguing over who gets to hold his hand and he went, "Girls, I've got two hands." So like, what a don? I don't, know, I don't know where he's got that from. I know, I, oh, yeah,
2: he was briefly on everything. Like, the late but he 90s. didn't have a fez. I don't think it was a fez. It was like, um, like a like a Muslim sort of prayer hat mm. sort of thing. That because he used he dressed like he was the guy that was in charge of Rosie and Jim.
3: Yes. Yeah, <laughs> like, bright cardigans. Yeah, and he was proper dotty tous. Yeah. yeah, and he he he, he 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 had that sort of liberal hippie. He never had artist, to work for anything, think, so but, he just yeah.
2: coasted through life and was just like, yeah, I'm gonna pretend to be an acorn today, and everyone was like, okay, okay. whatever, mate. Yeah. We'll go along with it. Yeah. yeah, because he never had anyone to tell him no.
3: Wow, he was—he he, was—he seemed like, like I was saying, his subjugation of women seemed to be a little bit. You I don't know, think left it's something subjugation. I think if you went, "Hello,
2: I have a massive house and I've got 156 million in the bank," I think certain women would be like, "Sweet,
3: I love some Actually, yeah, I'll let yeah. you throw it up me. It's, it's just the yeah, it's the Partridge quotes about not it, though, isn't yeah. it? <laughs> They're all above average. Yeah. <laughs> she was a 43 year old scorcher, and you can quote that.
2: <laughs> what do you think about the pedestrianisation of Norwich Towns? (laughs) Oh, you certainly know your onions, yeah. And finally, Chris.
1: Every now and again, people come along and break the mould that just make history that bit more interesting. Whether these people are described as crazy, or the friendlier term of eccentric seems to depend on how much money they have. The person I've chosen to do my story on could, could definitely afford the description of eccentric. That person in question is a man known as John Mitten, also known as Mad Jack. John was born in 1796 into a family of aristocrats and inherited a huge sum of money and a giant estate when his father died when John was just two years old, which allowed him to indulge himself in any eccentricity he so desired. First things first, he was a massive drunk, He drank between six to eight bottles of port a day. Upon his death, one of John's close friends said he hadn't had a sober day in the last 12 years of his life. And it was a pretty weird and interesting life. John Mitten came from a long line of politicians and he wanted to get into the family business, so he became an MP. He did so by giving anyone who would vote for him a £10 note, which in in today's money is worth over £1,180. So naturally, it didn't have much trouble securing votes. Once he was elected, at a personal cost to himself of over 1.1 million pounds in today's money, he attended one 30-minute meeting in the House of Commons before getting bored, leaving and never returning again. (laughs) Once John set his own nightshirt on fire because he wanted to cure his hiccups. Standard. A move, which was obviously of great personal risk to himself, but pales in comparison to when he showed up to his own dinner party in full hunting gear riding a bear. Interesting that he would choose to wear hunting gear to a party, because when he actually went hunting, he preferred to do it fully naked, even in the dead of winter. John had a true rebellious spirit, and was expelled from Westminster School for fighting the schoolmaster. Despite his lack of education, he still managed to get into Cambridge University, where he had 2,000 bottles of port shipped in to see him through his time there, before leaving without a degree. He wasn't just a rebellious spirit, he was also an adrenaline junkie. Like some sort of Georgian-era Evil Knievel, he once tried to jump a toll bridge in a horse. and cart. <laughs> it turns out you can't do it. <laughs> he also liked testing the metal of others, such as off- offering local children sums of money to forward roll down a large local hill.
2: <laughs> this guy's like a mental Jeremy Beecher.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All this frivolity had to come to an end, and after many years of mad spending, he was finally bankrupt. He fled to France, away from his debtors, but was eventually found. He died in debtors' prison in 1834 at the age of 30. Described as round-shouldered, tottering, bloated by drink, worn out by too much foolishness, too much wretchedness, and too much brand.
2: Gentlemen, your rebuttals. What? I want that on my gravestone. Yeah, what a guy. Yeah, yeah mate. I think we've all just got little tiny hard-ons for Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, mate.
3: he got to, it? like, age 30 yeah but what a, what what a, a, what a
2: three hell. decades right, it's <laughs> yeah. young, isn't it? here's a tenner vote for me oh, I fucking hate this that was a waste in. of money <laughs> <laughs> probably should have started with just
0: like going by and seeing what it's like no, yeah, it's asking what it means yeah first
2: because yeah. <laughs> he thought MP was master of port <laughs> <laughs>
3: yeah. the 2000 yeah 2000 bottles of port he
1: shipped in for uni he was like that's fresh as what did he do after that You <laughs> probably thought he could get in there and just like pass a load of crazy laws like yeah, build like, more nobody wears trousers on a Wednesday, so yeah, of stuff, yeah, build more horse ramps.
2: I mean, I reckon I think we should go on a Mythbusters because I reckon if you go fast enough, you can. You'd have made to, of like,
1: wooden. it was wood though, so it got the danger of like shattering as it lands as well. Though, it's what, well, so yeah, what well, yeah, fucking
2: he is died it, at 30. What better eight? way to die than in a fiery horse carriage <laughs> explosion? Was it. it eight? <laughs>
1: 1830.
3: When was he? When did he die? Uh, 1838, was it? 34. Wow, right. Okay, so he's like 200 years ago, has passed. So he's like. What, he's not like... I,
2: what, what day? Did we got the date that he died? Because I think we should celebrate. We that should day. celebrate. Yeah. I'm, it should I be a don't national have it holiday. written down, but I will look it
1: up. <laughs> it should be a Mad national Jack holiday. Day. Yes. Yeah,
2: or we all just drink port and try and ramp horses <laughs> in the ship. <laughs>
1: I don't know if port was weak about them, but I couldn't drink one bottle of port without being off my ass. Yeah, like... man.
0: Port is like rich as well, isn't it? Yeah. Because
2: I, I was thinking if he's drinking bottle of port a day, how's he not got a goat?
0: Yeah. Well, because
2: well, fucking hell, like port is, ri- yeah, even like, I'm assuming then it would be like tawny or like ruby port, so it's going to be dense. and it going to uh, be like molasses, yeah. isn't it?
1: Yeah. The death date was 29th of March, 1834. Well, that's coming up, so, so I think I'll should, put it in the calendar. Yeah, I yeah. think we
2: should celebrate that uh, by just drinking port and yelling. <laughs> and <laughs> paying children to roll down hills. I, I, I will give your kids a tenner <laughs> to <Yes>. throw <laughs> themselves into the canal. I've got two kids, bring 40 quid, we'll it's make it yeah.
3: acid date
1: <laughs> I so never... Need to
0: find a bear to ride
2: again. Just, just knocking about because like this is in Britain, no, isn't the, it? Yeah,
0: exactly. the bear Where did you uh, get your hands on a bear that would let you ride it? The bear, bear was called
2: in? Nell. Oh, the, he named the bear. It's yeah, like, yeah okay. it wasn't just one he
1: found on the street. It was like a... <laughs>
2: one of those sex bears. <laughs> <laughs> I just want you to hold me. <laughs>
1: oh, <man. laughs> Oh, my <laughs> cuts on my back. Oh, They've opened up again.
2: I, oh, I mean, I have to give the win. A great, sorry. All your other stories. I, I'd give my All your other Chris. stories are right. great, and I wish I could give But, mate, we've just discovered a new painter <laughs> <Yeah, yeah>. say, <laughs> The man who would be king.
1: You can follow us on Twitter at WeirdThingPod. Come and say hello. And thanks for listening. We'll see you next episode. Weird
0: thing about that.
3: Embezzlement or something or something, yeah. He's just an asshole.